Jenny Durkin, the U.S. Attorney for the Western District of Washington, is taking a strong stance on cybercrimes. Under her leadership, the Washington office is increasing its efforts to enforce intellectual property laws and combat ever-increasing threats posed by digital crimes. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, and I'm here today with Jenny Durkin, who shares insights about steps her office is taking legally to curb cyber fraud. Hi, Tracy. It's great to be here. Thanks, Jenny. I appreciate your time today. And as I noted in the intro, your office has spearheaded a number of efforts in recent years to fight cyber fraud. In fact, in June, your office charged David Schruten, also known as Forteza, for his alleged involvement in the point-of-sale hacking scheme that involved the underground sale of more than 180,000 debit and credit card accounts. What can you tell us about this case as well as the investigation? I think it is a terrific case that highlights both the challenges we face in bringing cyber criminals to justice and how much better we are getting at that. This was a case where it had all the hallmarks of a cyber intrusion. You don't have to be in the same state, the same city, or even the same country. We had a hacker who was in a different state working with another person who was located in another country, and they sold to someone in yet a different state. So just the investigation is very difficult to chase people through cyberspace. So one thing this case highlighted was that it was our ability to find the criminals is getting better. And it's also very important for another reason. You know, we had one of the people that we were able to arrest, prosecute, and charge was the person who actually did the hack and was able to get the information from one of the businesses, credit card information. The other person in a separate country we were able to arrest and eventually find and extradite to America was actually able to take that information then post them to a carding site and sell them. And then the third person we were able to arrest in this conspiracy is actually someone who purchased some of those. So we had all three legs of the stool we were able to get in this investigation, which was really an advance of what we've been able to do before. That's a great point, Jenny, and I do want to ask you some about some of the collaboration that your office is doing with overseas law enforcement agencies as well as prosecutors. But I wanted to ask first about another case. This one, of course, goes back to September of last year when your office filed charges against five suspects for their alleged involvement in two separate card fraud schemes involving ATM skimming, which, of course, is another area where we continue to see a lot of arrests being made. Card fraud schemes involving ATM skimming and POS attacks continue to grow. How are some of these prosecutions, Jenny, deterring criminals, or are these schemes just too prevalent to really curb? No, they can be curbed, and in fact, our focus on them in this district has driven the amount of skimming fraud almost to zero. Now, we expect that to rise again as different crews and different schemes come in, but I think our prosecutions combined with banks having better detection and consumers knowing what to look for, those three components, consumer education, better protection, and strong prosecutions have really been successful in deterring skimming fraud. Now, going back to what we were talking about earlier, when it comes to bringing down some of these hackers or even some of these skimmers that involve sometimes overseas parties or criminal gangs, how is collaboration with international law enforcement agencies aiding prosecutions that take place here in the States? Our collaboration with international partners is getting better all the time and is a critical component of this war against cyber fraud. Too many of the times you will end up that some of the fraudsters actually are in a different country and we can't get to them. But because of the international cooperation now, we are finding that we're able to find them and arrest them. Sometimes that means they'll be prosecuted in a different country, but sometimes it means they will be extradited to face charges here. So that cooperation is increasing 
and the sophistication of the investigations overseas is also increasing. Now, Jenny, my next question probably sounds a little silly in light of all the cyber fraud that we've seen recently, but your office really has kind of spearheaded initiatives that we haven't seen really anywhere else in the country. Why has the war against cyber fraud been such a focus for your office? It has been a focus because if you look now, I think it is one of the greatest threats facing our economic future as well as our country, both on the national security side and on the pure criminal side. Every year, there is more and more money lost to cyber crimes, and that's whether it's ATM skimming and other types of digital crimes or out-and-out fraud or hacking and penetration card sales. Uh, It is costing our country billions of dollars, and if we don't get ahead of it, I think it really jeopardizes our economic security. Now, you noted card fraud, and of course, card fraud is a huge focus in the financial space. But what other types of cyber crimes is your office most often prosecuting? The joke used to be when they asked Jesse James, why do you rob banks? And he said, because that's where the money is. Well, today the money is in digital crime, whether it's ATM skimming, hacking, DDoS attacks, you name it. That's where the money is. And so we are taking a very broad look and trying to make sure that we are attacking it everywhere we see and trying to get ahead of the curve. And then, Jenny, how is your office setting an example for other U.S. attorneys where legal action against cyber fraud is concerned? You know, I think that there is a new emphasis in the Department of Justice nationwide, and the U.S. attorneys are leading that charge to make sure that we meet this, you know, new century threat to our country, which is cybercrime. So our office is fortunate to be one of the leaders, partly because of where we're located and my role as chair of the Cybercrime Subcommittee. But I think that there is a a renewed emphasis both at the prosecution level, but also the United States Secret Service and the FBI have some of the best cyber investigators there are. And then what can you tell our audience, Jenny, about the Attorney General's Advisory Committee on Cybercrime and Intellectual Property Enforcement? This is a a policy group which tries to see what the trends are and what the needs for U.S. attorneys' communities looking into the future is to address this threat. So we're trying to make sure that we have enough lawyers trained to do these kinds of prosecutions. The forensic evidence is difficult to gather and very time-consuming, so we have to make sure we have enough forensic examiners trained in all of our law enforcement agencies as well as our local partners. And, you know, perfect example is there's a task force that operates here in Seattle, the Electronic Crimes Task Force, which is both state and local and federal investigators. And we have investigators that are some of the best in the country collaborating and working together. Now, I also wanted to ask about the role that you play on this committee. But in addition to your role, I also wanted to ask about the initiatives that you and the committee are working on right now. We are trying to do a holistic thing. One is to make sure that we have the adequate training nationwide. Two, that we are sharing information and trends. You know, what happens with the electronic crimes cases is you, know, you can have a person from Romania hack into computers in Seattle, Los Angeles, Florida, D.C. Someone has to be able to see those trends and connect the dots. So one of the very important things in this field is to have those connections, that collaboration, and that information sharing. And then, Jenny, before we close, what advice can you offer other attorneys and industry practitioners where the fight against cybercrime is concerned? You know, I think that one of the key things in our successes has been that consumers and businesses need to be aware of the risks. They need to take the right precautions to protect against those risks. And when hacks or suspicious activity occurs, they need to report it. And our successes, really many of them have been because we had a business or a consumer come to us and say, hey, this happened to me or this didn't seem right. 
Um, that gives law enforcement the ability to do the investigation we need to do and to bring some of these people to justice. Jenny, I want to thank you again for your time today. Thank you very much for your time. Again, we've just heard from U.S. Attorney Jenny Durkin. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.